Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lynn S. and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Today is Wednesday, October the 9th, 2019, and we are reading from the Big Book, page 59. We'll be covering step 10 through step 12 and commenting on all three steps. Today's readers are the 12 steps. Beth W., The Twelve Traditions, Tamara C., and readers of the text, Carmela G., and Penny C. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, October the 8th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 13491, and the 10 a.m. meeting is 13492. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OE is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the people who suffer from compulsive over, sorry, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Beth W. to read the 12 steps. Hi, good morning. I'm Beth W. from North Dakota, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. These are the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Excuse me. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, We tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you, Tamara C. 
how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive readers only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on page 59. We're reading step 10, continue to take personal inventory through to the end of step 12, practice these principles in all our affairs and commenting on all three steps. Carmela G, could you read for us please? Yes, thank you so much. 10, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, Having had a spiritual awakening as a result, as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Well, these steps are our relationship with our higher power. This is how we live life. We've done our inventory. We've reached in there. We've gotten deep inside. And every single day, we must persevere, which is the principle of step 10. Persevere and continue to look within and see how our actions impact on others. And if something offends us in someone's behavior, we must admit it and resolve it promptly. Otherwise, we will be stepping back and stepping into the muck again. And then, if we do not, in step 11, have a spiritual awareness, an awareness and a connection with our God, a relationship. We have relationships with everyone, but our primary relationship is that with the God of our understanding. And we must continue to have that strong, put that plug in every day so that we will get the guidance that we need. And as I've learned Prayer is our talking to God, and our quiet meditation it is his 
responding. And when we put the food down and we have the clarity, his responses come through so loud and clear. It's such a gift. And 12, 12, service, service. If we keep this gift to ourselves, how selfish is that? And we put down the selfishness because in disease I was selfish. But I put that aside. And it's not just service and program, but it's service to our fellows, to one another. And the biggest service for me is carrying this message to those who are still sick and suffering and letting them get a connection praying, hoping that they will be connected to their higher power and that they will get recovery. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Carmela G. The line is now open for sharing on what we just read. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last two days to take this opportunity. Please, Katie, Katie G from Boston, just once as it helps me hear everyone. Okay, so there's Katie G. Who else would like to hear? Teresa P. Sandra S. Okay, I heard Katie Teresa G, P. Sandra S, Teresa B. That's Teresa P. Thank you. Anyone else? Donna G. Okay, got you, Donna. Anyone else like to share in our first round? Okay, let's go with that lineup then. We have Katie G, Sandra S, Teresa P, and Donna G. Katie, please get us started. Thanks. Good morning, Lynn. Apologize for my eagerness. This is Katie G, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Boston. Yeah, I mean, spoil alert, if you're on step one, please don't go to step 10. There are nine other steps first, but I do want to walk through as a recovered woman. If I'm not doing one part of step 10, 11, and 12, I'm not living in step 10, 11, and 12. Get lots of calls from people telling me they're doing 10 and 11, but no 12. You're not living in step 10, 11, and 12. So what does this mean for me today? Yesterday, I'm at the doctor's office and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Don't they know I'm KDG? Don't they know? Where is my, I'm disturbed. Step 10 is the walking around step. When I'm disturbed, it is not, are you a little disturbed? Are you a little afraid? Oh, don't worry about it. It's when I'm disturbed. Because when I'm disturbed, why? I'm cut off from God. So I look, I, I have instructions. One, God, please remove it. Two, discuss it with someone immediately. Where am I selfish? I need to be the most important patient at this office. My self-seeking, I'm agitated. I'm getting angry, frustrated. Um, am, I, am I lashing out? Thank God, no, yesterday. I did not. The lie is, you know, I should be treated better. The truth is I'm one among many. My fear is not getting what I want, right? So I look at where am I disturbed? Where am I cut off from God? 
step 10, walking around step. That feeds into my step 11. And what I didn't know is step 11 actually starts with formal written inventory. It is, um, I listened to 84 to 88, and you know you're on step 11 because it says we were now at step 11, and it starts with a nightly inventory. That's not step 10. We look at where were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, and afraid. So I start with an inventory. Why? Because I need to get back to God, and I can't just pray and meditate and pretend I'm connected if I have any disturbance. And I'm an addict. I'm not just a human being. That's not why I'm here. I mean, I'm a human being, but I am a compulsive overeater, and I have this fatal malady that will kill me, right? So I have to look at what's my thinking, right? So then I clear out the thinking, and then I pray to God, God, please remove these defects, and then I listen, right? And then, so step 10 feeds into 11. 11, I continue to pray, meditate. I get up. I'm on my knees. I'm praying. I do my practices. I, I turn. I watch. I pray. I talk to God, right? That's step 11. And I, of course, listen. And finally, step 12, I got a message to carry. What's the message? I've had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps. There's no KDG message. There's no other message. It's, hey, I've had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, and I try. I don't succeed. I don't know. I'm not in the outcomes business. I call people who are in relapse. I call people who are suffering. I call people, and I say, how can I be of service? I ask God. God, I'll wrap up with this, Lynn. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And there is just this magic that comes that I get to practice, you know, this connection with God because of continued inventory, getting back to God, and pressing in and helping others. And that's my primary purpose today. What a miracle. I thought I passed. Thank you, Katie G. Sandra S., it's your turn, followed by Teresa P. Please go ahead, Sandra. Good morning. This is Sandra S. from the great state of Oklahoma, a compulsive overeater. Thank each of you for doing your service this morning. I wanted to just say that today uh, I'm celebrating six months of abstinence. I'm also today celebrating my natural birthday. That could not be anything but a God thing, and I'm so grateful and thankful for this program. And I'm grateful for Step 10 that every day at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day that I can begin to take a personal inventory and see where it was that I was wrong, and I look forward to those things that are coming up during the day where wrong may or possibly could creep up and occur. And so I'm thankful for getting and gaining this opportunity and knowledge in regards to uh, personal inventory and admitting where it is and where I was wrong. I had the opportunity this past weekend to visit with relatives that I had not seen in 20 years, and they were hidden. We were hidden from each other due to the ideas of another relative. But we, I did not allow for the anger to come up not in me or them. We just went forward because we thank God we had the opportunity to get together. And I have a great, great prayer life, thanking God and seeking out through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with God, the spiritual awakenings that I have been experiencing in the last month have been just 
unbelievable. It's like, wow, I can't believe this. I'm so thankful to God. Everyone says to me, gosh, there's such a light. You can see that you're happy. You can see it. And what I want to say to them, there was a time when, because in the ministry, you kind of jockey and hustle for position. And those of us that uh, are have the light from the inside, we don't have to be in the spotlight because God's light shines through us, and that's a statement to who it is that we are and where we are with him. And that takes me over uh, to step 12, having had the spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, my message, my 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 job is to carry the message of OA to other uh, uh, compulsive eaters. And people are looking at me and seeing a 55-pound weight loss, and the question always is, what did you do? And I want to know what is the diet or what is the procedure? And when I mention OA, many of them look at me and they're puzzled. And as I begin to discuss and talk about uh, the doctor's opinion and uh, the solution and uh, the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind with food, you can just see a light come on and they want to know, is there any more information? So I'm grateful to OA. I'm grateful to program. I'm grateful to this program. Grateful to all of the fellows. God bless and God speed. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Sandra S. Teresa P., it's your turn, followed by Donna G. Hi, I'm Teresa P., a recovered compulsive overeater. And I am really, really so grateful that I get to uh, share on uh, steps 10, 11, and 12. I can remember when I got into the program years and years ago, I was hearing people talk about character defects, and I kept wondering, I wonder which one of these I might have. And, uh, of course, I have them all. And I, you know, I do them all day long because I'm human. And uh, what I get to do today with Step 10, um, the beauty of Step 10 is that I get to see them closer and closer as they're happening. I can actually watch the words come out of my mouth and going, I can't actually be saying something like this. And I get to go, oh, I am so sorry, you know, that I said that or... Um, I get to be present in my humanness and acknowledge all my, you know, character defects and and flaws and be a part of the the whole human race. And and I never knew how to do that before. I was so busy trying to be perfect, you know. I just try to be really, really hard to be so perfect. Watch what I'm doing. And that just got me isolation. And so I'm grateful now that with Step 10, I can be a part of it. It gives me a way to admit where I've been wrong and, you know, make it up, make amends. And uh, I just, and I love my uh, daily prayer and meditation, which I never do perfectly, but I do it. I, I heard, uh, here's, you know, just give it a, give it a time. So I, it's the first thing I do I just, before I step out of bed, you know, I'm doing my prayer and meditation. I don't face the day without it. And uh, I have a set time I begin and end and, and just to um, take that time, and you know, part of it is, is you know, as you know, I, I I'm not perfectly present in prayer and meditation either. I mean, I, over there, I have a meditation tape I use, which uh, helps me focus. And then, zoom, I'm off thinking about a problem, 
and I get to pull my mind back and go, oh, yeah, God's in charge. You know, I'll be thinking about God. And then, zoom, I'm off doing something else. And, and, and just keep practicing it. And it's just about keep practicing and keep practicing. And the blessings are, is I do get those daily inspirations. These little thoughts just pop into my brain, like, oh, wow, how about doing this? And I thought, oh. And it's like they're little miracles. And they are. They're just, you know, God shots. You know, there's little, little ways to do things or don't do that or try it this way. And, and it's just such a blessing. And, of course, there's being of service because I did not realize, you know, with Step 12, you know, how selfish I was. I tried so hard all my life to be really, really good. I tried to be St. Teresa, be really, really good. And... And I wasn't. I was, you know, self-will run riot. Time, please. And I'll wrap up with uh, being of service as I get to do something for somebody else. So thank you for letting me share, and uh, I'll pass. Thank you, Teresa P. And Donna G., it's your turn. Please go ahead. Hi, this is Donna G., um, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Pennsylvania. Um, thank you for your service, and thank you, Teresa, so much of what I wanted to say um, you expressed. So, um, yeah, I just I wanted to speak about this, this you know, this work involved in this step, and then especially, you know, the daily work of 10, 11, and 12. Um, I, I have come a lot of understanding of God's revealed a lot um, to me um, um, about myself, and, and one of the things is I'm really I'm really not a lazy person. Quite the quite the opposite, actually. Um, I'm a um, by nature um, a perfectionist. So um, a lot of times when I would shy away from work, it was because I didn't think I would have the time, energy, maybe from compulsively overeating, whatever, to do things perfectly. Um, and just wanting to put out every piece of work as perfect. And I have a really good friend um, when we talk about the work we do, um, where we are paid at our jobs. Um, she always has this saying where she said, that's why they call it work when people are complaining. And, and you know, I just, um, so, so the work part, you know, it, you know that 10, 11, 12, um, it being work, that's, that's not, it's not a problem, but what, what I've had to learn for myself in recovery is um, do your best. My higher power, who I call God, meets me. He meets me. It doesn't, I do my best. I, I you know, and, it, and my best, probably, I don't know, I'm not him, but probably gets better. It probably from that, from that vantage point is getting better because I know I'm growing and I know I'm, I'm learning and I'm being stretched. And, um, and so I just wanted to, to mention that, and um, thank you for Teresa for also pointing that out, because I think for the newcomers, I just want to just tell you, you know, you don't, don't, don't get scared by the work, and don't, don't think it has to be absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, when you're disturbed, um, you, you know, you'll, you'll start to learn, if I don't do it, it's, I'm going to pay a high price. It's not worth the price. I've got to do it. And, um you know, sort of necessity leads us to that as well if we want to keep what we have. So, um, but as far as connecting with our power, we, you know, I've come to learn that it is my power. It is my power source. It's the only power I have. The reason that work felt so hard is because I was so self-reliant and that 
you know, that took a lot, and I had to be so diligent and so hard on myself. And my new prayer every morning is, um, God, help help me do the tasks that are before me with a light heart and an incomparable sense of freedom, knowing that control of my life is in your hands, not mine. And that is my favorite prayer um, because I tend to do things really hard. Time, please. make it hard. So I just I want to encourage the newcomers, keep coming back, and don't be afraid of the work. Thank you. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Donna G. For those of us who might have come on the line a little later, we are on page 59. We're reading steps 10 through steps 12 and commenting on all three steps. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last two days to take this opportunity. And please say your name just once. It helps me hear everybody. Who would like to share? Ida A. Katie F. Deanna P. Is that Deanna? Did you hear Katie F? Yep, I got you, Katie. Thanks. I've got Ida A, Katie F, Deanna P, Maddie S. Maddie S. Anyone else? Laura R. Okay. We've got room for one more. All right. This is our lineup. We have Ida A. Janice P. B like you okay. Thank you. We have Ida A, Katie F, Deanna P, Maddie S, Nora R, and Janice B. Ida, please go ahead. Um, thank you so much, Lynn, and thanks everybody for being here. Ida A, grateful compulsive overeater in Northern British Columbia talking about steps 10 and 11 and 12. Today they humble me. Today I want to share how much I don't know and I'm trying to do so with, um, um, with belief in myself and, and room for growth. I never used to see things that I see today. And I think that's because the food isn't present. I can hear differently. And I can see my character defects differently. So when I look at step 10 and I see the daunting task at continued at every moment throughout the day to take a look at how I'm showing up. Today, I can laugh a little bit more at my monkey brain when I think I settle down for prayer and meditation and realize things like, I'm multitasking, I'm doing three different things at once, my brain isn't quiet, and I'm like, you know what? The creator who loves me, who is particularly fond of me, knows I'm a work in progress, and and I am slowing down compared to how I used to be. Um, 
that practice these principles in all our affairs is is such a worthy goal. It is such a worthy goal to say, I want to be the person that the creator wants me to be. And in order to do that, it isn't just a decision. It's action. Every moment of every day that I can conjure up the thought to pray, to meditate, and to do so without multitasking. It's it's really, it is a beautiful program. But any of you out there that are still thinking you can do it while you're in the food or the substance or the process addiction, whatever it is, I tried to do that for decades and it just doesn't work. But today I know there's growth, there's change, and it is a we program. It's just not the Ida show. And I feel so grateful that I have all of you out there. Conventions coming up. Wow. I'm super stoked about that. And And I have so much to be grateful for. And I will continue to work on 10, 11, and 12. I will continue to show up for this beautiful Vision for You meeting. And I hear something new every day. So bless you all for being here. Have a great day. I pass. Thank you, Ida A. Katie F., it's your turn, followed by Deanna P. Good morning. This is Katie F., a recovered compulsive overeater in Virginia. And to me, 10, 11, and 12 are the steps that, as everyone has shared, we have to constantly keep working. And they are the ones that um, that I mix up a lot, not mix up in a bad way, but that I just keep things fresh by doing different practices, by, you know, learning by other fellows what they do for their 11 and and not um, because it, it doesn't work and I need to keep reinventing it, but just to keep it fresh and to keep um, to keep growing. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned um, since A Vision for You and just going through the big book over and over and over again that we've done is just how important um, it is to keep working these steps that we don't ever graduate and, you know, or get a practice down and, okay, well, this is what I do. And so, you know, that's it. No change here. No change needed. And, you know, I, I sponsor. Um, I'm never too busy to sponsor. I'm always very concerned if someone says that. I've gone through, you know, pregnancies and raising children and job and no job and um, traveling and just you know, deaths in my family and, and you know, just everything going on in my life, and I still continue to sponsor. I still return my phone calls. I still accept phone calls. Um, you know, I still try to carry the message regardless of what's going on around me because I can't rest on my laurels. You know, that's the biggest message that this big book shows us is that this isn't a once-and-done program where we – Uh, you know, get our food down, we lose all our weight, we're looking, you know, hip slick and cool, and, you know, now we can just go on our merry way. Um, I am pretty hip slick and cool, but, you know, I'm also just pummeled back down to reality when I mess up. It doesn't say if, you know, if you're disturbed or if you're a loser, you might get disturbed one time. No, it says when we are disturbed. And so... I have to practice these steps 
every single day. And as um, has been shared, you know, I can't do them um, in isolation. I really need to do all three of them for them to be truly effective. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Katie F. Deanna P., it's your turn, followed by Maddie S. Good morning, everyone. This is Deanna P., Recovering Compulsive Overeater in Wilmington, Delaware. I just want to thank the fellowship this morning. Um, This has become um, such a big help to me in my ongoing recovery. I'm very new to recovery in five months um, uh, in, and um, hearing how the steps work in detail and how they reveal themselves in different ways in the lives of um, my fellows here is so um, encouraging because, you know, you're in your own head and you think you know and um, you have ideas. Um, But the biggest thing I'm learning and one of the very first things a recovered compulsive overeater told me was to remain open um, and suspend judgment. And that's been um, something um, I haven't done for most of my life. Um, Always quick to judge and critical. And now I'm seeing a more compassionate, loving way. I particularly enjoyed yesterday's call, Steps 4 through um, 7. Um, I think it's 7, 4 through whatever. But um, I'm learning a lot, and I just really, really appreciate um, this this outreach for others. Um, For my own life, I called in a couple weeks ago, and I really needed help with um, a plan of eating. And since then, um, with the help of my sponsor, I found a registered dietitian in my area who specializes in eating disorders and met with her. And um, for the last two or three weeks, have been journaling and writing down my foods. I still find myself at times compulsively overeating. Um, I'm at step six, but um, I'm seeing each and every day new progress and new freedom. And um, I'm a perfectionist too. Another caller mentioned that. So it's very uh, difficult to sometimes let that go and to not want to do things perfectly. But um, I don't have to. And I'm, that's helping me be more human for the first time. And um, With that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deanna P. And Maddie F., it's your turn, followed by Nora R. Please go ahead, Maddie. Maddie, press star one to unmute, or perhaps I got that name completely wrong. Okay, I'm sorry, and now I'm on. Um, uh, I'm Maddie uh, S. from New Hampshire, recovering in New Hampshire. And when I was in the food, I was living in the dark, just focusing on feeling my way through life 
through the food. I recognized the flavors, the shapes, the, the texture. And it was not until really getting involved in program and uh, which has been over 30 years, but the last six months has been vision uh, very strongly. And I am living much more in the light. And light comes from the sun, light comes from electricity, light comes from uh, uh, batteries, flashlights, that kind of thing. And those are all ways with connecting with my higher power. And that to me is practicing 10, 11, and 12 on a daily basis. And in a way that um, it depends on steps one, two, and three. Uh, but basically, I have to be flexible uh, of where I'm at and what the situation is. Uh, and I need light. And sometimes it feels like I just uh, need it very, very quickly. And I can't, you know, in a, a certain sort of way, in my mind, it might be a rainy day and there isn't so much sunlight, but I have the house lights and I can see and I can see and I can uh, use flashlights to, to go into these slippery little corners that I don't want to look in that have accumulated dust and dirt all these years of overeating. Um, and I am very much looking forward to the uh, Marriott uh, event, and it will be my first. So I'm very pleased, and thank you for allowing me to speak. Thank you. I pass. And thank you, Maddie S. Nora R., it's your turn, followed by Janice C. Please go ahead, Nora. Thank you. <clears throat> Good morning. This is Laura R., compulsive overeater, grateful recovered compulsive overeater out in Colorado. Um, oh my gosh, I am so excited to be on the line and talk about 10, 11, and 12 this morning. I was just thinking about how um, lucky we are to have these steps in a way of living that is taught to me by all of you and by my creator. Um, the other day, you know, something cropped up. And it was so amazing to have these tools. You know, at first I prayed and then I called my sponsor and it was so great to realize, you know, first it was, it was like, I'm not sure if I have a fear or resentment. And then we went through the fear. And then I'm like, you know what, I probably have a resentment. So I went through the resentment. And since it cropped up immediately and I called my sponsor, I didn't have an amends to make. I, there was no action taken for me to like offend someone else in that moment because my mind's active, you know? I mean, the main problem with the alcoholic and the, you know, compulsive overeater centers in the mind, and I had no idea how, um, is it disciplined or how vigilant I need to be in these steps, because my mind is constantly trying to take me out. And I have, again, a design for living tools that I can do and I can pick up immediately. It, you know, it says continue to watch for these things. Well, my mind's going a lot, fast, all the time. So I got to call my sponsor. And you know the beautiful thing is, there was a lot of grief there. And I started crying, and I was scared because I'm afraid I'm going to lose a friend. And I love that person, you know. And so instead of blaming her, I got to just be vulnerable and intimate with my sponsor and with my higher power and with myself and get to the truth, the exact nature of what was going on within me. It wasn't about her. It was about I was scared that's beautiful. You know, hey, I'm scared to my sponsor. And she said, yeah, I would be too. 
but we trust in our God. Oh, my God. Okay, well, now what do I do? Didn't harm anyone, so I don't make an amends. I continue, I turn my thoughts to someone else I can help. So what's so cool is in the 10th step, we do all the steps. You know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I hung up the phone with her, and I went and I called some. I looked and saw, who can I help? I called someone else, did another 10 step with them, thought about them, got out of self, got out of self, got out of self, because it is me. I'm thinking about me, I'm done, I'm back in the food. But if I'm thinking about you, and I'm thinking about God, and like someone was sharing, who can I help? How can I be of service today, God? I'm your agent. What can I do to be of service for you? Not what I can do for me. Oh, my gosh. I am living in the sunlight of the spirit. But if I don't do these things, I am taken away by my mind, and then I'm back in the food. You know? And so I don't know. I am actually so incredibly grateful that I'm learning, I'm practicing. Um, you know, it says that we continue. Uh, let's see. We're in, in step 10. It's like, you know, this is not an overnight matter. It's going to continue for a lifetime. Um, we enter the world of the spirit. Our next function, there it is. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. So it's it's not an overnight matter. It's going to continue for a lifetime. I'm practicing this, like everyone's been saying too. It's going to evolve and change and grow. Time, please. And I'm so so grateful. I'm doing this all with you. Thank you, and I pass. And thank you, Laura R. Janice C. It's your turn. Please go ahead. Thank you. Good morning, visionaries. This is Janice B., recovered compulsive overeater in Vermont. Grateful, really grateful to be opening my mouth today. Um, so 10, 11, and 12. I was supposed to be one of the readers this morning, and um, and uh, what, what happened, I, I texted saying I wasn't available. I got into... I got into my fear. I've got, um, I, I have, this time of year for me is um, I get into, uh, I get depressed and I start isolating. And thank God this year I'm seeing it and um, I'm really aware of what I'm doing and um I, I saw that I was isolating this morning. And, um, you know, <laughs> 10, 11, and 12. 10, 11, and 12. Um, you know, I saw I was in fear. I, I texted my sponsor. I, someone reach out, reached out to me. Um, I saw how powerless I was. Um, and I jumped off the cliff, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was willing, I was willing to, um, to say, you know, to share, to share this. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, because buying into fear and, um, my old way of, of, living in the world doesn't doesn't work it it brought me everything that i had which was um depression isolation unhappiness um and um and all that stuff never goes away it does not go away if i had not taken a different action 
this morning, if I hadn't said I would, I'll, um, if I hadn't been willing to to share, then I would live with that all day long, and 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 things pile up, and that's what Harlan talks about: a buildup of emotions, and and eventually, you know, I would eat. I know that that has happened in the past in the past years this time of year, so um I'm very grateful to um be sharing this morning and um, with that I pass. Thank you, Janice B. Just a reminder to people we are on page fifty nine we're covering steps ten, eleven, and twelve. And we have time for three more shares. Who would like to take that time, please? Jason K. Darian K. Jason K. And there was a person after Jason. Darian K. Sorry, I still can't catch your first name. Darian. Darian, great. Sorry, thank you, Darian. So I have Jason K. And Darian K. Is there anyone else? We've got room for another share. Okay, Jason, would you like to start us off, please, followed by Darian Kay. Please go ahead, Jason. Yes, good morning. This is Jason Kay, recovered from Pulp Theater in Bulimic outside of Philadelphia. And I just love 10, 11, and 12. You know, we can work through um, steps one through three, start writing an inventory, begin making amends in a relatively short period of time, and we're left um, with these steps 10, 11, and 12. And sometimes they're referred to as maintenance steps, but in Joe and Charlie's uh, AA Big Book study, they say, uh, can we really practice these and maintain something, or are we going to be changed by these steps? But these steps 10, 11, and 12, uh, the strict spiritual discipline, you know, outlined in these steps can really change us. And I know for me, there'll be times when it seems like my world is crumbling in and, you know, I'm fearful, I'm, you know, scared, I'm, uh, I'm resentful, you know, life seems unmanageable and I'll call my sponsor or call somebody and, you know, we have a tool for this. We have a step for this. Oh, okay. Where, you know, look at those character defects, these common manifestations of self that are blocking me from my higher power. I can lay those out. I can lay myself bare to somebody. I can be open to feedback, be willing to see. You know, I can go through a mini fourth step. Uh, I can become willing to let go of these things. I can make amends quickly. I can pray with another fellow on the line. Um, you know, it's such a beautiful process, and, and, and my world shifts, you know, almost instantaneously, and it almost feels kind of magical. But again, this is, this is the power, power greater than ourselves and then you know waking up in the morning you know sometimes you know the first thought is is oh crap but you know sometimes the first thought is god i offer myself to thee you know waking up in the morning praying um praying first thing getting on my knees um looking at the uh on awakening and then going throughout the day step 11 we pause when agitated or doubtful um we ask say many times each day that will be done we constantly remind ourselves we're no longer running the show these are things i have to remember to do better with 
And then step 12, we get to be of service just to get out of myself, just to focus on other people. Again, we can work through the initial steps, but we'll be working on serving others, helping others, bringing others through this work for a lifetime. And this is another deepening of our spiritual practice. And every time I take a fifth step, I feel like I'm I'm doing a fifth step of my own because, you know, 90% of the stuff, you know, I can identify with. Yeah, my gosh, these are character defects of mine. Um, yeah, I, I need these removed. Yeah, I see myself self more clearly. Oh, I need God. I'm so selfish. I'm fearful. I'm dishonest. I need a higher power. I need a spiritual awakening. So 10, 11, and 12 are just a beautiful, beautiful uh, step and really outline uh, the daily the daily work and the, the daily way of life. Um, and it's such a beautiful thing. And I think with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Jason Kay. Darian Kay, it's your turn. Please go ahead. Thank you, Ann. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Um, yeah, so Actually, Darian, you're breaking up on us. Oh, okay. Can you hear me okay now? Keep talking and we'll know in a sec, okay? Now we hear nothing. Darian, we've lost you. Okay, is there someone else who would like that spot? And we'll see if Darian comes back. Who would like to share? Hi, this is Karina in New York. I'll take the spot if you don't mind. Great, Karina, please go ahead. And what's the initial of your last name, Oh, please? yes, sorry, Karina, Karina Yu in New York. Um, Karina Yu, please go ahead. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. No problem, and um, I've never shared before, but I feel led today to share because I um, remember working through the steps, and I remember which kept telling my sponsor, like, I keep having food thoughts. Why isn't this happening for me? Why am I not feeling so magical? And she kept saying to me, Karina, 10, 11, and 12, that's the juice. That's where you're going to feel the freedom. And I was reluctant at once because I worked the steps all the way through step 12, and I was like, boom, I'm going to be great. No, 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 no. Um, I realized that 10 is really something I need to work on on a daily basis because I get so wound up in myself that I can't see the truth, and I can't even invite God in. And that's what would trigger my obsessive thinking that would always lead to the food. So when I really started doing step 10s, and my sponsor now stresses, Karina, it's not just the step 10. The step 10 should be relatively short. Are you then going to talk to other people? Are you resolutely turning your mind to helping others? And what does that look like for you? Because I was all about doing step 10s, but forgetting that one little part, which is actually the most important part of going towards others, and I'll just share really quickly because I had such a miracle happen. I was at work the other day, and this like I work in healthcare, and I got exposed to something, and I went into like panic mode. I'm gonna die. My whole family is gonna die. Like literally, deep seated fears of death. And I did a turnaround, and I wanted to tell everyone about it. I wanted to do ten step tens, and my sponsor goes, "That's it. You're done. You did your step ten. Talk to newcomers." And I was reluctant because the fear didn't go away. 
And I talked to newcomers for 24, 48 hours. I didn't mention my fear one more time. And I can wake up the, the, the third day without the fear, without the fear. I'm like free of it. Might come back, might come back, but that's why we do it. You know, we go help others. We go be of service. Am I praying to God that I will not mind be done on a daily basis, actually hourly basis for someone like me who goes back to ego all the time. This stuff really works if we work it all the way through, doing it diligently. You know, when something comes up, I mean, another, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't want to do it step 10. It was like 11 o'clock at night. My husband pissed me off. I went to bed angry. And guess what? In the morning, I felt it. I felt it. I was out of tune. And, my, you know, I, I just, it's just, it's quickly how the self can come back and we need to do this diligently. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Karina You. We have time for one more share. Who would like that spot? Laura L. Okay, was that Laura? Yes. Okay, Laura, please go ahead. You can take us out. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for your service today. This is Laura M. Walking in recovery one day at a time in southwest Missouri. Um, It's kind of interesting. As I've been listening today, I realized that for, you know, 80% of my day or days, I don't really think about the numbers, the steps, 10, 11, 12. When I'm in a meeting, I hear them read. I know what they are. But what they really are for me, what they, especially this part, like Jason said, the growth steps, this is where we change. This is just life. This is the new normal. So, you know, one through three was, you know, kind of coming to grips with where I was. Four through nine, digging in and, you know, as another fellow is fond of saying, you know, discovering, discarding that, you know, that's the meat of the work. That's the the eye-opening. But when that process is done, then this is just life. This is just the rest of my life. This is my new normal. And my new normal includes being aware of, what's going on with me, not living with blinders on anymore, being aware of my behavior and my reactions and my relationships. Um, It includes being in an ever-growing relationship with the higher power that, that I see and living in new relationships with, with that spirit and with all of my fellows and with my family and living first in love and service and compassion. That's just the rest of my life. The numbers on a list are sometimes to me can trip me up because in the beginning I had that mindset, oh, it's a list. You check them off and then you're done. No, you check off one through nine and then I just live the rest of my life. And I'm just grateful to be living the rest of my life in this new spirit and I'm so grateful to all of you that have been such a huge part of that transformation to me. Everyone have a wonderful life. I pass. And thank you Laura M. Thank you to everyone who shared and thank you to Team Wednesday. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. 
The share ID for today, Wednesday, October 9th, the 7 a.m. meeting, is 13499. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Penny C., would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you, Lynn. This is Penny C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from the Boston area. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.